When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, two months ago, Lee Zeldin, 20 points behind in the polls, collectively. He was definitely way behind Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. And then a series of crimes took place, first one against him in Monroe County outside of Rochester, where a veteran half in the bag with emotional issues tried to slit his jugular right on that stage. And then almost back-to-back, belly-to-belly, while he was at the Italian-American Day Parade in Morris Park. His daughters were running upstairs, locking themselves in the bathroom in Shirley. That's like leave it to Beaverland, Father Knows Best, Little House on the Prairie. In Shirley in Suffolk County, because there was a drive-by shooting outside, two bloods got shot, and a bullet landed 30 feet from where they were hiding. So now crime was elevated to the number one issue, even beyond inflation. That was not the case over two months ago. So now he's got all this momentum, Congressman Lee Zeldin. If he can win more than 30% in the five boroughs, not easy to do for a Republican. That's exactly what I did in the mayoral election. He is the governor of the state of New York. And then all of a sudden he allows Kathy Crimewave Holcomb to put the brakes on Because she agreed to one debate. She agreed to one debate a long time ago. He said, no, it's got to be five or no debate at all. He should have stuck to the script. And now he's decided in the waning moments with two weeks to go to debate Kathy Crimewave Holcomb, basically to debate two people. It's Holcomb and Errol Lewis, the host of New York One. He's going to have two people coming at him. Mistake. If you saw... If you saw Congressman Zeldin in his previous debates in the Republican primaries, he lost all three of them. Remember, he had three debates against Harry Wilson, Rob Astorino, and Andrew Giuliani. Every debate he lost because he popped his top. He lost control. He went over the top. You could see he had an anger management moment. You can't afford as a male to have that kind of a problem with a female opponent. And if your team Hokum You're getting her prepared to stick him, prick him, get him to lose control. Remember that famous moment in the debate, Hillary Rodham Clinton running for the Senate seat of the departing Daniel half in the bag, Patrick Moynihan, who was always drunk before 12 midday. He was departing the U.S. Senate seat. She was going to run on the Democratic side. Michael Matichich, Rudy Giuliani, was going to run on the Republican side as the sitting mayor, but he had prostate cancer. He had a withdrawal. So who replaced him? The congressman of the same first congressional district that Lee Zeldin represents out in Suffolk County and the Hamptons, Rick Lazio. And remember, when they had that debate, Rick Lazio walks on the stage, walks over to Hillary, he lost right there, lost right there. You cannot lose your temper when you're debating a woman. And she's going to do everything she can to get him to pop his top. He did it three times before. If I was in his corner, right before he goes out on the stage, 
I'd say drink this, this liquidly. You say, what's in the liquid? Don't worry. You just drink it. Liquid Prozac to keep him cool, calm, and collected. Mike Tyson would use it before he'd have interviews so he wouldn't act crazy like he is. Lee, you made a tactical error. This is going to be like walking into a cage of hungry Doberman pinches with pork chop pants on. So if you're going to do that, which you've already committed to do now at the last second, you better have some liquid Prozac. You know, it's interesting, President of the United States, Joe Biden, is degrading in front of us each and every day. Not only does he tell an Aesop's fable story every day about some item of his life that never really took place, he makes it up, but he's now lapsing. He had an interview on MSNBC, which normally would be there to throw him softballs, with a guy named Capehart, who used to be a writer for the New York Daily News here. It was a softball interview. Halfway through the interview, the president of the United States, Joe Biden, stops, pauses for unknown reason. He did not fall asleep. All the prognosticators, the analysts said, oh, he temporarily fell asleep. No, if you watch the interview, you'll see that his eyes were wide open. He could not process the question that was being asked by Capehart, a friend of Joe Biden. And after a momentary delay, Capehart realized he had to throw the lifeline in and say, Mr. President, Mr. President, and then he stumbled and fumbled his way through the question. The next question, Joe Biden said, well, you know, if people uh, don't want me to run for a second term, that'll become obvious. Look, they have already 86 Democrats. They're already queuing up. They want to be the next nominee. We got to keep you going for four years, because if you have to step aside as you begin to degrade, whether it is a form of Alzheimer's, dementia or combination of the two, Unfortunately, we get giggles, Vice President Harris, and she's worse than you. So I guess it's going to be a co-presidency, you and your wife, Jill, the rest of the way. But oh, my God, you're degrading right in front of us. I don't know who's in a worse situation, you or the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania now running for the Senate seat against Dr. Oz. Fetterman. Fetterman, though, had a stroke. Fetterman is struggling. Fetterman is going to have a debate tomorrow night in which all of the questions have to be written onto his laptop for him to process it, and still he'll have delays. How do we know that? Also, in an interview at MSNBC, in which it was a softball interview because they liked Fetterman, he stumbled and fumbled his way through a two-minute interview. He couldn't handle it. So if the voters of the Keystone State, Pennsylvania, decide they're going with Fetterman, I guess it's really Mrs. Fetterman who's going to be calling the shots for six years instead of Dr. Oz being the uh, U.S. Senate. Hey, look, that's their choice. It's obvious that Fetterman is impaired, and it's obvious each and every day when we see our president of the United States on the international national stage, or even when he's reading from the teleprompter, which he's still able to do. But then when all of a sudden he does improv, It's storytelling time with Papa Chulo Joe Biden, and he makes stories up. Just the other day, 
The story he made up about getting arrested when he was trying to see Nelson Mandela, a political prisoner on Robbins Island off of Cape Town. I've been to Robbins Island. I have guardian angels in Cape Town. It's a nasty place to be. But Joe Biden was in Jobo. He was in Johannesburg. He never made it anywhere near Robbins Island. And he made it seem like he had been arrested and detained by the Afrikaner authorities who were in charge of Praetorium. Nope. Andrew Young, who accompanied him, who had been the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations under Jimmy Carter, said that story never happened. And yet, just three days ago, he told the same lie all over again. Why? Because it's clear now he has the first levels of dementia and Alzheimer's. So, Joe Biden, bye-bye. You got to hold on for your full four-year ride. It means your wife, Jill, will be calling the shots. But better that than to have Giggles, <laughs> Vice President Harris, who, who is lost. And then have Nancy Pelosi be the next potential replacement since she's the Speaker of the House. Hold on, Joe. Hold on. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You know, it's National Bologna Day. When I was a kid, I couldn't eat and I couldn't get enough bologna. I would eat bologna morning, noon, and night. In fact, I wanted bologna fried with my scrambled eggs in the morning. I love bologna. But back then, there was only one kind of bologna. It was beef bologna, and it really wasn't good for me, but I was a kid. Now they have beef bologna, they have chicken bologna, they have turkey bologna. God only knows, they probably have fake bologna. But bologna is bologna. And National Bologna Day is National Politicians Day because all of them are full of bologna. Remember how we would say, oh, you're full of bologna. And you would hope that it would be boar's head bologna, you know, which was considered a top-grade bologna instead of a low-budget 99-cent package of bologna that you knew (laughs) had very little bologna in it, all cereal and very little bologna. But I look to National Bologna Day and I say, let's look at this litany of politicians running for office. Well, locally, we have Kathy Crimewave Holcomb. She's lying. Congressman Lee Zeldin, when he's pinned up against the wall, he's lying. You know, let's face it, he is, uh, he's uh, against the right of a woman to choose, even in the cases of rape and incest, right? Now he says, but if I'm governor, there's nothing I can do because it's the law of the state. Sheesh, come on. Why are you lying? Everybody's lying out there. Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, he is the biggest baloney bender out there. In fact, when you earned the term in my neighborhood growing up in Canarsie, that guy's a baloney bender. That's somebody who couldn't tell the truth if their life depended on it. That's Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. Then we got Donald Trump, right? Always talking about, oh, they stole the election. Dominion Smartmatic, they stole the election. He's a baloney bender. You have Joe Biden, right, the president, Scranton Joe, as you would say, you know, we were so poor, the only thing we had to eat 
was baloney in the afternoon and baloney at night. What a baloney bender he is. So I love National Baloney Day. It's my favorite holiday because I get to call out all the politicians, Republicans, Democrats, those on the far right, those on the far left, because they're all baloney benders when it gets down to it. They look at the polls, and if the polls suggest that they're losing or they're close, all their political analysts that they pay a lot of money to will say, hey, pal, you want to get elected? Hey, gal, you want to get elected? You got to be a baloney bender for the last two weeks. So that's why National Baloney Day is my favorite holiday on the calendar because I get to call out all the politicians who collectively are baloney benders. Hey, didn't I predict this? I said the Yankees will never, ever, ever get into the World Series as long as Aaron Boone is the manager. Mr. Analytics, everything is based on the stats. Look at game three, Yankee Stadium. We had our ace on the mound, right? Garrett Cole. What did we pay him, like $36, $37 million? (laughs) An incredible amount of money. But he's a great pitcher. He was great when he was in Houston. Became a free agent, and we brought him to New York. And paid him a lot of Steinbrenner schedule. So it's what, five and a half innings, he's on the mound. Runners at first and second. Who comes out to the mound? Aaron Boone and yanks him. And even Jared Cole said, what the hell are you doing? I'm your ace. I can get you to the seventh inning. Then you can bring in the relief pitchers who no longer exist. Like, especially since Chapman wigged out and you suspended him for the playoffs. And the hope for a World Series. Look, Yankees will never get into the World Series as long as Aaron Boone is the manager. Now, Aaron Rodgers is having such a bad year as quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. You might convince Aaron Rodgers to become the manager of the Yankees. You'd have better luck with him. And then the other problem, it is so obvious. I was there when the Yankees broke the Eric Adams curse. Because remember, the swagger man with no plan predicted that the Mets would sweep into the World Series. The Yankees would sweep into the World Series. That was a curse. Right? That was a curse. I broke the curse by sitting there. In the stands at Yankee Stadium, when Stanton went long, when Judge went long. But that's all the Yankees can do is hit the long ball. When they don't hit the long ball, they don't at all play the fundamentals. Now, who do you blame for that? you got to blame the manager. So the GM, it's time for you to go, Cashman. Aaron Boone, time to you go back to California where you can do your yoga and meditate because you suck. And I'm telling you, if we continue in this direction... The greatest franchise in the history of Major League Baseball will not see the World Series as long as we've got the same general manager and the same manager. 